Hello, thank you for joining me. You're listening to the Profitable Online Coaching Podcast, the place where we talk about everything online coaching, including marketing, business models, tools, and mindset. Hey, thank you very much for joining me today. We're going to talk about SEO for coaches. Today's episode is a continuation of the series, the SEO for Coaches series, which I'm running on the online coaching podcast. Last week, we talked about building your audience and getting clients. And this week, we're going to talk about the four steps to creating your SEO strategy. Like any good and respectable marketing strategy, it's all in the basics. So even with SEO, the first thing you need to do is take a good look at your ideal client. Now, you've probably heard me say this so many times if you follow me on Instagram or on Facebook, or maybe you're on my email list or in my Facebook group. I say this a lot. I really focus on the ideal client. Even when I run my my challenges or my free training, that's something I really work on with my clients. Because knowing your ideal client is key. If you don't know your ideal client well, then you might have some problem. You also need to work through some misconceptions about your ideal client. For instance, I actually had a new client this week who said, well, I really don't know my ideal client. I don't know how old they are. I don't know where they're from. I don't know how many kids they have. And I don't know what kind of handbag they'd like to buy. I don't know what kind of car they drive. And, you know, I I kind of giggled a little bit and I'll tell you why, because this is a different kind of ideal client, the kind of ideal client somebody would create for you when you create a social media strategy. And for inbound marketing, when we create our core content, the approach needs to be a little bit different. Social media tends to be very visual and very superficial, whereas when we're talking about SEO and analyzing our ideal client for SEO, we got to go deep on those little struggles, on those micro thoughts that are going through their head, on those little steps that they take from feeling like they need something to really understanding what the solution is and how you might be the best person to work with. So it takes a little bit of a different journey. And in fact, analyzing this ideal client really well is really important because you need to build the customer journey. You need to know all the steps that they go through in their head, especially. You need to know all the little motivations, all the little pain points they have that are going to make them go to Google and punch in a question that is related to what you sell. So as a coach, you want to be found by these people. And this is why you need to know your ideal clients really well. So the first thing I would say, if you don't know them, make sure that you survey your audience, you send a few emails, you talk to your clients. And if you don't have any clients yet, find the kind of people you want to work with and coach them for free. Make sure that they give you testimonials in exchange and make sure that you ask them the right questions so that you can build your ideal client persona. Once you've got your ideal client persona in place, you want to make sure that both your ideal client and your marketing strategy are aligned with your offer. So the next step is going to be to take a good look at your offer and make sure that this is aligned with the kind of people you want to attract and also with your whole marketing strategy. So more on that in a minute. 
But one of the main things needs to be that, first of all, you are happy with your offer. You cannot sell an offer that you wouldn't buy and that you're not happy selling. So it needs to be profitable and you need to get it as close as possible to a no-brainer. A no-brainer in the sense that it's such an easy decision for your client to go with it because if they have the kind of pain points you resolve, then you have created the perfect offer to resolve that. And again, it all ties in with knowing your ideal client, knowing their pain points, and of course, knowing the various ways in which these can be resolved and positioning yours as the main offer, the main solution to this problem. Of course, you may need to do some work if you're in the beginning of your business. You need to make sure that you are effective. You need to build your confidence. You know, you need to spend time with your clients, ask them what they want, ask them what the biggest problem is, especially, very important question, Ask them what they thought their problem was before they met you. Because very often they thought and named the problem in a different way than you would. So it's very important to also look for the words, the way they speak about your particular coaching and those struggles that you resolve. Once you have double checked and you're happy with your offer, so you're good with your pricing, you know you're offering value for that price and the client is getting a good deal because they are getting exactly what they want and need, then you can be sure that you have the basics in place. Once you have these basics in place, the next step is going to be to go to your keyword research and your keyword research is going to draw on your ideal client and also your offer in order to find words and keywords out there. You know, they can be phrases, you know, two, three, four word phrases. You can have what we call uh, long tail keywords. You can have questions. Keywords can come in many different forms. Now you're going to need a keyword tool. Um, I use a tool called Keyword Finder. I will, the name is very common. Um, I'm sure that that's what you're thinking. Yes, you're going to find many keyword finders out there. I will add the link to the show notes and you can go ahead to stephaniefitani.com slash podcast and find the link in the show notes. But how are you going to use this tool? So the first thing you're going to do is get ideas. You can go to places like Quora, answer the public. Again, I will add all of these to the show notes. You can also just check out your own Facebook group, other people's Facebook groups for the kind of questions your audience asks. And then start from there, go and put them in your keyword tool, in the keyword finder, and you will find out if they have traffic. Now, one very important thing, I come across a lot of people who say, oh, I am already using the main keywords for my industry. Make sure that you use a keyword tool to check that they have traffic. Sometimes we think that like the main keyword for that we use, you know, these words that we use about our business, we think other people are using them too. But that is not necessarily the case. I can actually confirm most of the time it's probably not the case at all. So do go to your keyword research tool, use different words and find out which ones actually have traffic. The tool will help you because it will give you suggestions of similar words, similar questions and similar phrases that actually do have traffic. So definitely worth your while. 
So what do we do once we have the keywords? Once you have the keywords, you are going to have to use these keywords to organize the content of your website. Now, the first thing is you've got to turn these keywords into content. So turn them into titles for your podcast, titles for your blog, titles for your YouTube videos. And of course, learn a little bit about how to optimize these on your website and on the platforms that you use online. So once you've got all of this in the form of a content plan, you're going to need to take a decision about how to organize this content on your website. And this is very, very important. In order for Google and other search engines to understand what your website is about and who to serve the content to, you need to make sure that your content is organized in a way that reflects what is most important in your business. Once you do this, you can be sure that Google will rank your posts, especially if you pick the right keywords. Um, that probably actually requires an episode all for itself. I do run a free keyword research training once or twice a year. So if you are interested in this, just stay in my orbit and you will come across it uh, pretty soon. Right. So once you have finished organizing your keywords and organizing everything on your website in order to become more relevant to your own topics, then you're going to need to take some big decisions. And this is the final and fifth step. So it's like your bonus tip. And the big decisions are usually about frequency and funnels. You will need to decide how often you're going to blog, how often you're going to publish a video, how often you're going to podcast. Of course, this is going to depend entirely on the medium you pick and also on your goals and how quickly you want to get to your goals. You also need to think about your funnels, um, the kind of funnels that you pick. You know, the, you have to have different funnels for different mediums. For instance, podcast is great for warming up an existing audience. Blogging is great for getting new people into your orbit from search engine searches, you know, people who would not know you otherwise. You know, you can have YouTube videos that can serve different purposes. They can be part of a launch. They can serve as kind of webinars. They can also serve to, you know, warm up your audience or also as an entry point. So, the way you work out your plans and your funnels and, you know, your frequency and your goals is then a very important part of how everything comes together. And finally, after you have taken all these all important decisions, you want to think about your systems because content and SEO are two things that you need to do in order to keep growing your audience. And it does have an amazing cumulative effect. But you have to be committed and you have to do it for the long term. And in order to stick to your good habits, good content habits in the long term, you are going to need systems. So this kind of encompasses the whole four steps plus the last bonus step, because you do need to take all those decisions. Once you have come this far, you have your SEO strategy ready. You have your systems ready. And all you have left is to just dive in and start working. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Um, do keep following the series. There was one before this and there are another two coming. So if you want to go a little bit deeper on SEO for coaches, keep following. 
because of course for your online coaching business it's just so amazing to get people from search engine searches who just come to your website and book your discovery course and that is exactly what SEO will do for you. Right so I hope you enjoyed today's episode and I will see you next week. Thank you for listening to the Profitable Content Marketing Show. Did you enjoy this episode? If you did, please share it with friends and colleagues and anyone you think is going to find this useful. If you'd like to give me some feedback or a question, leave a review on iTunes or a comment on the YouTube channel. Don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast app or YouTube. Whatever you do, make sure you don't miss the next episode because we have more juicy content coming your way. See you in the next episode.